0: Hey you, you're here because you want more out of life, more money, pleasure, flow, freedom, luxury. Here we are all about an unwavering self-worth and a net worth you love to talk about. My name is Simone Mercer-Huggins. I'm your resident unapologetic wealth queen. So far I've built seven figures from the ground up and this community is now doing the same. The Miserwildee Movement is here to help you be more of the badass queen you were born to be. So tune in for everything investing, money energetics, millionaire mindsets, and everything in between. If you want to be a powerful player in the money game, you are in the right place. So welcome to the Kiss My Money podcast. Hello, my beautiful humans. I just wanted to say before I jump into this episode, thank you so much for all of your comments, feedback, emails, DMs, everything uh, on the last episode. I also wrote a post about it and um, about the Dark Knight of the Soul and, you know, just the number of people that had come back to me saying they were either in it and feeling exactly the same thing or have been in it before or <clears throat> were feeling very similar things and didn't know how to explain it or felt bad about themselves because just uh, just so many beautiful, amazing stories but also support and um, I really honour you. And I tried to get back to everyone but if I didn't I, I read everything and thank you, thank you, thank you. I am actually quite happy to report that things have shifted <laughs> Um, shifted more recently in the last maybe week or 10 days or so things feel lighter which is lovely of course uh the clarity element isn't particularly there uh around the company and where to take the company but you know I have clarity around other things like desires and which I'm always which is always usually there for me and very present for me. And I talk about this a lot, particularly in Abundance Align, about really uh, being clear about your desires because it really is from a beautiful source-driven, heart-space-driven space, space, and that's literally the only place that you can actually manifest from, from having really clear desires. But currently my desires are actually nothing really deeply to do with the company, Ms. Wealthy, and more to do with um, home environment, meaning I have been manifesting for a while a big, beautiful, expansive home overlooking the ocean. So I live in North Bondi currently, and uh, it doesn't have ocean views. So I have we have been looking for a place for a while, and just the right place just hasn't come up. Now, we are looking to rent. Renting is a choice. We... Um, I don't have the emotional need per se to have my own home. It's just not there. It's also a financial decision because I'm not going to go into it in this episode, but owning a home is often not actually a financial decision. a financial move that puts you ahead if you have specific financial goals. And I'm gonna do like an actual quick little video on that um, as a separate thing to actually explain the difference between investing and putting down more money into your mortgage, for example, and the difference of why it's actually doesn't pay off. Anyway, how many tangents was that? <laughs> so why did I even start talking to you about my desires? Oh, right, because I wanted to just just tell you, dark night of the soul, I think, I don't know, maybe is I'm making my way out of it now and now I'm just calling in the clarity around the company. I did say in a, in a post that, you know, the one thing that hasn't changed is really driving this company, making this company something that is – the beacon for women to stand unapologetically in their power around wealth creation and having more money holding more money receiving more money being really worthy of all of their desires and just stepping into their power around the practical side like financial literacy and investing obviously but also the energetic and spiritual side of wealth like it really is a holistic wealth approach to money because <laughs> money is just energy money is just energy okay so that's not going away but i think the the direction that i'm taking it investing bootcamp is still going to remain um Obviously, if you you've probably heard me talk about investing bootcamp, but if you're new here, new here, it is the signature Miss Wealthy program around teaching women to invest. It has comes with support, so that we drive you as a community to really you know invest and then put you through the strides of not just the first investment, but literally creating a portfolio and building that towards your financial freedom. Uh, and abundance aligned is going to be dismantled and broken down into other things i'm making the money management training which you currently only get inside um investing boot camp i'm going to make that available as a standalone like bundle essentially for you to learn money management because this is so crucial to and underpins so many things so many things um in really just both the practical but also how you feel about money uh, because it has an emotional hold on so many people and budgeting does not fucking work. It, It sucks and it puts people into fight or flight and it just doesn't work. So the Money Management Mastery, is a training that I'm going to make available as separate. So if you are not in a place yet that you want to start investing or you're ready to start investing, then at least get your money management, the practical side of it sorted. And then the, uh, energetic side is there's going to be more coming on that too, because I'm really seeing, I'm not seeing anyone teach effective money manifestation, that doesn't rely solely on practices and really about money manif- manifestation that comes from within and, and works on the core of the you calling on your desires and breaking down the barriers of the resistance to receiving them. most people teach about the actual practices like affirmations and they just don't work they don't work unless you have the underlying root essentially cleared okay that wasn't what we're going to talk about today today is an episode about probably the number one question i get if it's not how do you start how do i start investing it is what broker do i use that question is on repeat And I'm going to give you the shortcut answer right now and then tell you why. The shortcut answer to what broker do I use is that's not the question, babe. Because the question needs to be or the answer needs to come first of what am I investing in and how do I want to invest? And if you don't know the answer to those two things, that's totally fine, but it's also it also means that you need to find find that out, work that out. And if you haven't yet worked that out or if you don't know what that means and you need guidance on what that means and what that is for you, then both Little Black Book and Investing Bootcamp do that for you. The price of Little Black Book is going up. It's going from, I think it's around $50 or $60 or $70, but it's going to go up. It's going to double in price because it's way too cheap at the moment. for like. So it's going to be like $100. It's very compact little bundle training to teach you about how to start investing and it'll tell you the what (laughs) right and the how which then determines what broker you use because sometimes you don't even use a broker you go direct to a company like Vanguard for example who offer index funds as a direct investment, and you cut out the broker. There are pros and cons to both, and I go through what they are in detail inside Investing Bootcamp, and give you the support of you know which to actually choose that is right for you, uh, and how to build a portfolio around it as well, and give you the all the support that you need to kind of you know handhold you through the process of starting. Um, so, really, the sh- the short answer is you first need to know what you're investing in and then you also need to, to know how you how you want to invest because there are different ways and there are different ways that suit people in for different reasons so you might want to start with a smaller amount of money maybe you want to start with $1000 or $5000 or $10000 you might want to deposit regularly and make regular investments Uh, if you're in investing bootcamp, or even if you're not, and you know enough about dollar cost averaging, it is essentially the key to consistently multiply your returns on a basis that people cannot predict what happens in the market. Volatility and ups and downs, which means you have to dollar cost average. Dollar cost average is just a fancy way, one of those terms in the market of saying regular investing so whether that's every week or every month or every quarter regularly investing into the market because that way you average out the dollar that you put in along with the ups and downs and the bumps and the volatility because risk is just part of the game uh it we have to accept it as a thing really the thing that is inherent in any investing once you understand that risk is it's basically a requirement you realize that not taking risk is actually the largest risk there is i'm going to say that again when you understand that risk is actually a requirement of investing you realize that not taking on risk is the largest risk there is <laughs> uh there is risk in everything that we do and the most bizarre thing that happens and this is the paradox this is literally the irony of investing particularly I see it with women more predominantly because of the desire for safety and security, the opposite of which is what risk. And so what women don't do is invest because of the fear of the risk, the fear of losing money, the fear of losing everything, the fear of all of their cash going to zero Which if you actually learn to invest the right way, it doesn't happen. Oh, I wish I could just walk around telling everyone that if you invest the right way, it doesn't fucking happen. I will show you the chart of the last 200 years of investing in the market and you will see that it does not go to zero when you invest the right way. Uh, which is what I teach in Inside Investing Bootcamp. Um, But the, the paradox, the irony is that when you are so worried about the risk because of that insane, intense need and seeking of safety and security, you actually put yourself in the biggest risk of all, which is not creating safety and security through financial freedom by not investing so the actual fear of the thing you know the opposite of what you want actually ends up creating an environment where you step into that reality you step into creating the opposite of safety and security the biggest risk is not having financial freedom the biggest risk is not having an money for you to be fucking free to have what you want to live the life that you want to just have money in overflow and not worry not have the anxiety not have those intense emotional highs and the worry and the concern and just you know what fear does to people right and that that is what it is that stress that overwhelm it is mentally taxing. And so that this is the thing that actually breaks my heart, that women don't do it because of the fear and then ultimately create the exact thing that they were fearful of. Um, and it's like this slow, insidious thing because investing is just one of those things that people go, I'll do it next year, I'll do it next year, I'll do it when the market's better, I'll do it when I have... Um, a better job I'll do it when I save some more money I'll do it you know when my income increases I'll do it whatever like it becomes this later thing and the later doesn't happen right (laughs) the later doesn't happen and it's just unfortunately one of those things that there's always something else to buy. There's always something else that we want because we're always growing and evolving. And most of the time you're always earning more than you did last year or the year before or five years ago or 10 years ago. And so your income is always generally increasing. And so I wish it was just one of those things that I could show women that just start now because in one year's time, you would have wished you started a year ago and it becomes another year and it becomes another year and it becomes another year and then all of a sudden we're back having the same conversation that I have with so many people. Oh, my God, I wish I had just done this last year, two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago. Uh, And that's, that's why I'm so proud of the women that come in that are in their 20s because it's just like, holy hell, holy hell, girl, you've got it going on. <laughs> anyway, so I wanted to talk about uh, once you are clear on that, then we get to the broker uh, question. And it may not even be a broker, because if you go direct with someone like Vanguard, then... You're not using technically a broker. You're going direct investing in index funds, and you don't need to worry about a broker setup at all, uh, which is really exciting. You still pay minimal fees, but you don't need to worry about the broker question. It's kind of like trying. What what I see people do is they go out and set up a broker account, and then they circumvent by doing the investing that suits the broker that they've chosen, which doesn't actually suit them as an investor. It's just that they chose that broker and now they have to choose that way to invest. Does the broker matter? Yes, but it's not the biggest piece. It's actually not the biggest piece. And that's really important to note because, sure, there are broker fees that vary from depending on what country you're in, from $5 to $20 per transaction, per buy and sell. But then there are other factors too, like um, Forex spreads. For example, if you use eToro, their Forex conversion is just insane, 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 insane. Um, If you use an app like Robinhood, they actually gamify it and try and make it so that you gamble the way that the investments are set up. Um, and the home screen is set up is actually driven, it's designed, it's specifically designed to have people trade more often, so place more trades more often because they still make money on the spread, the spread being very small amounts uh, in between the price that you pay versus the seller who is selling or vice versa when you are selling someone is buying so they make money on the spread the you know like cents in between and you add up all those cents with literally millions of people doing it and placing trades every day then they're making a shit ton of money even though they tell you that their fees are zero but they're still making money they have to make it somehow uh and the way that they do it is they gamify it which is why i I don't actually advocate massively for robin hood uh because it's not setting you up as a successful long-term investor if you became a trader then you would not be using robin hood (laughs) Uh, which you would learn if you go and do the program that I affiliate for, that I advocate for, as I want all traders who want to become proper traders to go and learn, you would not be using Robinhood as your broker anyway, Um, for reasons that I won't go into in today's episode because they're deeply um, nerdy, (laughs) is the best way to say it, uh, which isn't relevant for if you're not an investor. Uh, and they're very specific to traders which you don't need to know about if, if you're simply investing so the other reasons that you, the broker is important to note is how often you are actually going to be investing and if you're if you are planning on dollar cost averaging very frequently then that broker fee does add up and so it is really important for you to have a lower cost broker rather than something that costs double the price. This is why it's really important to get clear on first how you're investing, what you're investing in, and what you want your investing journey to look like. And then the broker fits into that plan because there is a broker for every plan. There's a broker for every option. Um, So it's important to get those questions out first now if you are still if you are clear on that you know exactly what you want to invest in how often how much what the plan is um you know your actual method so direct or through through a broker like etfs or buying individual companies which again i also don't advocate for because uh, individual companies involves a great ton of research if you're doing fundamental analysis um as a stock picker essentially and most people don't actually learn the skill that you need to learn to do with fundamental analysis which is how to actually position size position size meaning how to allocate the the amount of funds of your total portfolio to just one uh stock because if you're stock picking then you're buying just one stock right um and you need to have, obviously, a portfolio because the biggest risk of all is putting all of your money into one stock. We don't do that here at Ms. Wealthy, and I hope that anyone listening isn't doing that because if we want to talk about risk, that's the, the, the riskiest of them all. Um, so the intention is to get really clear on how that how you want your investing portfolio to look and what decisions you're going to be making, and then the broker comes from there. I go through broker options that I recommend. I say the, the term recommend loosely because the stuff the lawyers make me say or don't say, you know, I have to kind of be careful, but I go through brokers that I believe are great brokers to use depending on the way in which you're going to be investing. I go through both of those inside Little Black Book and Investing Boot Camp. Um but again it's not the biggest factor the biggest factor is all of the other things. Look, you understanding risk tolerance, you understanding diversification, you understanding investing to suit you, you understanding um, exactly how to asset allocate, meaning allocate your cash across all of the different asset types, bonds, stocks, real estate, cash, um, and then also... Well, are we going to um, invest locally? Are we going to invest overseas? Are we going to hedge that overseas investment with the opposite, with Forex offset to make sure that we're not currency exposed? So there there are a couple of things that you really need to look at first. Now, I want to talk about something that is really, really exciting, and this is relevant to Australia only. So if you've got up to this point and you are tuning in from anywhere that isn't Australia, rest assured you don't need to listen to anything from the, from the rest of this episode now because if you're in the US or the UK, your broker fees or your management fees, particularly for low cost index funds or low cost ETFs, not actively managed, I will say this, not actively managed, because many actively managed funds' are, uh, fees are in the 1% mark or close to the 1% mark, um, which again, I don't freaking advocate for because actively managed funds over the last, the history of time um, actually. 94 90, 96% do not beat the market actively managed meaning they have someone picking stocks they have a, a a human that has done degrees and has experience in the market and their sole job as a fund manager is to pick stocks and design a portfolio 96% of those do not beat the market. The market meaning index funds or indexes, indices, um, which is why index funds and ETFs exist uh, because it is made up and comprised of the top performers and anytime time those top performers over the period of analysis don't fit in then it's dropped out and a new player is put in it's automatic based on performance and market capitalization meaning how big they are so those things are determined for you you don't have to have some guy or girl very few women work in that space because the investing world is so mal-dominated, but some guy, most of the time, uh, trying to pick stocks for you, be a stock picker. That is what it's meant by active fund management. The, this is why I don't particularly advocate for people being stock pickers themselves, because someone is sitting behind a desk analyzing companies as their freaking day job and they can't beat the market. So as much as I love you and I think that I fully believe in your success and I fully believe that you can become wealthy as hell, I don't believe that everyone has the skill, ability, attention span, and really, I guess, intelligence to stick at what is required to stock pick. Even the most intelligent people, and intelligence actually has nothing to do with it because the best people in the world all say that they've made massive mistakes about stock picking certain companies or not, you know, saying no to certain companies that they think are going to be duds and they end up turning out to be like unicorns, Warren Buffett included, and he is probably one of the best investors in the world. So that is why I don't advocate for stock picking. All right. I just kind of realized we're at 20, almost half an hour on this episode. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to record a separate whole episode purely to go through the new... Vanguard fees directly for Australia and the new account set up that they have created and what it's all about. Um so tune into the next episode for that. Uh and it's Australia only. I'll do a little mini announcement at the start. So I hope that's answered the question for you what broker to use and you now have the next step if you previously thought that that was the question go and invest in the little black book. It's very very cheap uh, or come and join investing boot camp so we can give you the actual actual support every question is answered we give you the community we give you the actual long-term plan to create a 100k portfolio and beyond we want to see million dollar investors in there you know over the years to come okay i love you thank you for tuning in i'll see you in the next app if you're not part of the Ms. Wealthy movement yet, make sure you head over to Instagram and hang out with me there. I am at Ms. Wealthy Official. And if you need anything else, head to Ms. Wealthy.com and you can get all the info that you need. Find us on Facebook as well. And hey, I'd also love if you can drop a review on iTunes. It supports us massively and it means the freaking world.